On this episode of A Soul's Quest podcast, Omar and I are discussing the benefits and drawbacks of making a career change. Whether you're considering a career change or simply curious about the topic, join us as we delve into the world of navigating career changes. fun to watch you prepare for these um episodes oh yeah why is that you're just like your own i i literally have a live meme in my home in our studio well i'm glad that i'm amusing to you (laughs) that is a that's a good way to put it you're amusing to me yes fun to watch you sometimes it's um interesting you're just in your own little world doing stuff that is just like does I'm he, in my own does sandbox. Does he not know that I'm watching him? Nope. <laughs> I'm in my own sandbox <laughs> doing my own thing. <laughs> yep. Do you let other kids play in your sandbox? Nope. Mm. nope. Okay. <laughs> my sandbox. Mama never told you to share? <laughs> she did, but he, he came at a price. But she, Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so how are you? I'm good. How about you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm I'm amused. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm just always funny how, how everybody's enjoyment is at my expense. I was going to say, I'm not the only one. There are plenty of people who have had some amusement at your expense. Yep. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, so, I know. All right. So, we're talking about navigating career changes today. Yeah, This is a are. big one. Oh, yeah. This is an interesting one. Yeah, this is It's a definitely. challenging one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's a challenge for everybody. Mm-hmm. So so we're going to talk today about um, the benefits and the drawbacks of career changes. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, as usual, I'm starting with some quotes. I have two oh, quotes cool. this oh, time. Oh, two. OK. Yeah. So the first one is, is by and I might say the last name wrong. It's Seth Godin. Correct. OK. Yes. If it scares you, it might not be. Or Sorry. Let me start over again. Mm. The first quote is by Seth Godin. It, if it scares you, it might be a good thing to try. Yes. That I thought that was really interesting when I found that one because I was like, ugh, you know, it's true, but it's so scary. You yeah. know what I mean? To try anything new. No, so. it is. I mean, whenever you're going into a new stage on life, right, you're going to have your trepidations, mm-hmm. a new challenge, a new mm-hmm. idea, mm-hmm. you know. A lot of questions um, that come A lot come of questions, play. a lot of fear, and it's scary. Yeah. Um, and it's scary. Definitely. So um, you should give it a shot uh, and going into it. Easier said than done. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Much much easier said than done. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the second quote, it's a, it was a good quote, though. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really interesting. The second quote is, in a chronically leaking boat, mm-hmm. energy devoted to changing vessels is more productive than energy devoted to patching leaks. Yes. And that is a quote by Warren Buffett. I thought that was really good. This one, is, this one interests me because I was reading that one today and I was thinking about certain situations and certain point, you know, there's there are times that you are in a situation and you could try that try it as you may, it may not come. And that's like when the sunk cost fallacy kinda like comes into place in which you, you need to cut your losses and move on. Right. Oh, you mean like if you're in an organization if you're in an organization you're not getting the things that you, you want. You, correct. Promotions correct. being valued. Being valued or you have outgrown that position or, and there's okay. no other place to go, right? Mm-hmm. I think this one is a very fitting yeah. when it comes to the transition the transition part because you know, the first one it's really about maybe embarking on something new. 
Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and learning something new and coming out of that cocoon. Cocoon? Cocoon. You can come out of cocoon if you want. You know what? I don't appreciate <laughs> when you follow my accent. It's like, whatever. I love your accent. Thank you. Cocoon. Yes. Coming out of yes. your shell. Yes. And tra- metamorph- going through the metamorphosis of it all. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second one is really acknowledging the fact that may, you may be in situations in, this, in which there's really nothing that you could do. Mm-hmm. And at that time, there's nothing more you can do to change your situation, exactly. your current situation or whatever, yeah. or, or that, or, or a situation, particularly when yeah. it comes to a career mm-hmm. that at that time, it's just better to just mm-hmm. abandon ship. Right. And, and that's a tough realization. That's it a is tough conclusion to come to. It is. And I think a lot of times when we're in jobs, um, that um, even jobs that pay well or that give you good benefits and whatever, when you're, it's when we're going to talk about this in this episode, but you, you, there is that sort of um, feeling of, okay, there's nothing more here for me. Like, you know, and, but to realize that and then to make the change, that's the part that we're talking about with the first quote about being afraid because I make good money here or I get great benefits or, you know, I have this amount of time off and so on and Mm -hmm. so forth. And Mm -hmm. and that's challenging because you don't know what you're going to get. You know, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. Correct. And that's the scary part. And it's true. And it's true. And, um, but again, and this is the part where it becomes, both a, physio- a philosophical mm-hmm. a questioning mm-hmm. and also a very practical mm-hmm. questioning, right? Because at that moment, you got to ask yourself, what is truly life about? Mm-hmm. Is that about just the, main, the security of it all? Or is, that life, or is life about you evolving and growing and constantly learning? Mm-hmm. So you have both points, mm-hmm. which are both valid. Mm-hmm. And where do you find the equilibrium? That's what mm-hmm. I find. That's what I find fascinating. So fascinating and intriguing about transitioning into something new. Because remember, people spend their whole entire lives working in a career or working in a job or working in something. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. A lot of from, their, from their schooling or training. <clears throat> um, and sometimes you arrive to a point in which you have grown certain positions and certain things and your, your, your ability to create or, or evolve gets limited. Yeah. Then what happens? Yeah. You know, that's just interesting. And I think that yep. what happens when you're, when you ask that question, a lot of times what happens is if you just settle for whatever your current situation is, then you really just don't know what else is out there either. Yeah, and but what that, might be of benefit to you or the opportunities that lie in, in wake for you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But when you settle, right, why are you doing it is the question, right? Because those are valid questions. You know, it's like, well, I got to do it because I need the money. I need my family. My I family. need to maintain my lifestyle. I need to do all those things. And even though I may not like and I may not be growing as an individual. So, again, this is when, when, when there's some Very, really tough that's questions yeah. that arise from you. Mm-hmm. And, and really, really... Like, like tugs at your core, at the core of who you are, mm-hmm. because then what's important, mm-hmm. you know, you made me v- miserable at a job <clears> and you're not growing and you're not learning and you're becoming apathetic. Mm-hmm. But then, oh, if I live here, what am I going to do? Where am I going to go? How much money am I going to make? Am I going to be making or living in the same thing? So it's a crapshoot. Right. And but it's it, really not an easy thing, it, but it's something that needs to be thought about. It needs to be. It's definitely something that needs to be thought about, especially if you're uh, if you have a family or you have a significant other, because you have to take those things into consideration, right? Mm-hmm. You can't just make a jump into something else 
um, and, and make less money or start with less benefits or not have the things that you need to support your family um, without it making sense. Yeah, but again, that's what I'm saying, that it becomes a philosophical question mm -hmm. about what, the, what is the meaning of life. Yeah. Right. But that's what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. We're going back and forth on the same okay. thing. Yes. Because what I'm saying is like, then what happens is you die to yourself. Correct. And dying to yourself, is that worth... I mean, yes, our families are important and, and supporting our families, that's a responsibility that we took on when you created the family and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But mm -hmm. at what expense do I lose myself because this is where I'm at? Mm -hmm. Or what what do I do to make the change that's going to be the right fit for my family as well? Exactly. And, and for myself, more importantly, because if you die to yourself, then what good are you? Yeah. And, and this is important. this is what the cause of turmoil is, and yeah. the difficulty when it comes to when you're transitioning in that Agreed. in those in those jobs, and then and yeah. when you're going through this, mm -hmm. in a it's almost like a quiet death, yeah, right? <laughs> uh, because it's like, what it's do I do, uh, and what happens? And it's like, oh my god, oh my god, and then you resent going to work, and you're not a hundred percent there, and and all these things begin to manifest themselves mm -hmm. in many different ways, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, um, and I think that happens to a lot of people more than than we care to admit. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, from what I'm seeing in in reports and things like that, the quiet quitting, um, and, and what's quiet quitting? It, it, there's a there's since COVID and and uh, and people had a lot of time to think about the way that we work and and uh, you know all the strive. Uh, there's been a lot of shifts in the way people look at work. Mm. You know, people are not staying with companies as long as they used to. You know, people are striving to kind of like retire sooner mm -hmm. or, or find alternative ways of living, right? So because I think it, it comes to a point in which you start kind of like looking and, and figuring out again by those philosophical mm -hmm. questions mm -hmm. as to what is a life worth and mm -hmm. what is my life worth and, and yeah. what, is, what is the point of life? Is it primarily to, to, to be productive or is it also to enjoy? So you having to, all this, you we we're in a very critical stage right now in our societal progression, mm -hmm. um, particularly when it comes to work, because we are we're, we're facing that. Yeah. Where, where is the line between achievement and, and 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 you know the whole the whole question of work life balance? Yeah, right. And the whole premise of work work life balance. That's a so lot more important now to people. It, it has become yeah. because again you uh, we're. Our souls are asking that question, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. What is life about? Yeah. What is what you know? Mental health. Yeah. Mental health days. All this stuff comes about because it's like, where is where is it really, the the balance? Where do you strike that equilibrium, between living to sustain your lifestyle, right? Or work, sorry, working for sustaining your lifetime, your lifestyle, or working for what for 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 whatever purpose it might be, right? Right. It's it's an interesting, it's an interesting dichotomy that we have to kind of like um, kind of like look into whenever we go into that, you know. <clears throat> so that's at the overall level. Yeah. So do you have you? Because you know, I know that you've gone through. Mm -hmm career changes recently you mm -hmm. left a job that was um for all intents and purposes really limiting your abilities to grow and and to contribute in a positive mm -hmm. manner right mm -hmm. let's just leave it there and um you switched into now most recently a new career so to speak or you're working on that mm -hmm. 
And so how has that been for you in terms of not necessarily what you're doing and, and whatnot, but just like the feelings and things like that, that you've been dealing with? I'm scary, nervous, uh, sometimes frustrating, agonizing, mm. <laughs> agonizing. For, ba- for, ba- for lack of better words. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's very challenging when you've done something for maybe, um, you know, as long as I have, you know, I'm uh, 50 years in, in youth development. You know, it's been 50 years, 15. Oh, I was like 50. No, you 50. Don't start with me. Okay. <laughs> well, you look like you're older than me. That's why I'm asking. Okay. Well, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I got funnies today. I'm just kidding. Yeah, All right. Yeah, anyway, go ahead. Change. Um so so 15 years doing something and you en- you know you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the progression um of the growth that I did with Dead Day in the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I did enjoy it. I I started at the bottom um and and because I really wanted to kind of like get into that field, you know. Uh, and transition from you know from sales into that you know yeah. uh, was making good money not making as much money but it felt like it was a calling like a passion right mm-hmm. um, but also there's a, there was a couple of realizations number one was the fact that I saw myself progressing and growing but also hitting limits into which opportunities were available to me um, to expand you mm-hmm. know and and to to take more of a role. Mm-hmm. Um, and even when I had those opportunities, just things happen because, you you know, we have to recognize the fact that we do work with other individuals. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and even though we might go to the same trainings and even though we might actually see the same the same roadmap that is laid out, everybody has different interpretations of it. And sometimes, you know, you look at things one way and somebody looks at it in one way. And sometimes those th- those things don't mesh. You know, and that's that's something that you have to be cognizant um, about yourself and about about working with people. And you're going to try to do your best to work with others. But sometimes it just doesn't work out, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. um, So then you had that realization that uh, I got to move on. Exactly. And then you then then I personally. So what was that? How what was that process? Because obviously we're a unit. You know, we don't have Mm -hmm. kids living with us anymore. But how was that for you? Um, It was I kind of like came to a point in which. Um, decisions were being made that didn't align, number one, with the organizational mission, in my point of view. And there was a lot of things that uh, that didn't align primarily a lot with my own individual value system and the way that I view um, <laughs> human resources. Uh, you know what I mean by that? They inter- how, how people were treated and how people, mm-hmm. how I was treated. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's a lot of things like that that you, that you don't, you particularly didn't agree with, you know, that I didn't agree with. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure that I'm using my I statements, right? Mm-hmm. And th- that I didn't agree with. And, and and there were things that happened in which, you know, you, I felt that it was, that it was not, um, things were not done in good faith mm-hmm. as, as working as a team, which is something that it was a, a value system of the organization. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, you know, so, there was the scapegoating and things right. of that nature. So when it, when it comes to things like that, you could, it, it's easy to become the victim, right? And it's easy to become the, the person that is afflicted, mm-hmm. um, by somebody else to do, but also, at the, but I have to, I had to realize at that moment that number one, at that stage, at that level, it doesn't matter what I said. It didn't matter what ideas I brought up. It doesn't matter. It didn't matter my current or past performance, um, uh, which I, I, you know, that I leave that up to other people to decide how my, how my performance was, right? 
it didn't matter. Any of that stuff didn't matter. Um, it was time for me to go because I felt it. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt it. I, I always deliver on time. And when you deliver on time and you deliver consistently, um, there's no need for, to, for you to be questioned if nothing's ever happened and everything is being delivered on time. Mm-hmm. You know, but when you start getting things taken away from you and things like that, then it's like, okay, I, I, un- I get the message. Mm-hmm. Time for um, me to go. It's, ta- it's time for me to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but and that's a scary and lonely place, right? Mm-hmm. Because... And I'm sure a lot of people have dealt with similar absolutely. situations. And some of them either are able to move forward and some of them are stuck. Mm-hmm. Or they think mm-hmm. that they might be stuck, the most depending ch- on their circumstances. Yeah, the most challenging part about that situation, personally, um, it was just not being heard. And not being acknowledged, and not having not having um not having a sit down conversation in which you're truly problem solving, right? Right. Which uh, then brings you to the point where you're still making the decision of I gotta go. This isn't yes, aligned correct. with my yeah. Values. And then it's like you so. know you ask for it. Hey, can we sit down? Can we talk about this? There's got to be a way in which we could actually resolve this. And it's like, no, you're you know pushing your weight. And that's when you kind of like realize that the situation is going into completely different directions. Mm-hmm. So you have to come to a point in whether or not you have to see yourself and say, okay, what is my escape plan? Mm-hmm. Because I've, I've, I, I'm no longer needed in that situation, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. What is my escape plan and what is it that I'm going to do, mm-hmm. right. you know? Um, so then that's when, the, <laughs> that's when the interesting thing for me started happening because I started, with, you know, we started with a Souls Quest as as a way of continuing what I've learned and continuing that idea of mentorship and helping other people and and being a guide and all that stuff. And I didn't truly didn't know exactly which direction it was going to go until more recently in which, you know, once I became like a coach and then, you know, some people suggested, hey, you probably probably should do some speaking and some training. And then, oh, how do I do that? I don't know how to do that. I've I've trained and I develop people, but I've never done like I'm going to go on my own and say, hey, look at me. I could give you a speech and motivate. Yay. And do all that stuff. I did not. Uh, you know, I've never embarked on that, although there was always like a, an internal <clears throat> desire for me to do that. So now is um, it's it, it's it's now formulating the plan, the idea of actually making that happen, mm-hmm. you know, and then working slowly towards that mm-hmm. getting the training um in the the road through that was challenging you know because there were some financial decisions that i make that um that <laughs> that involves some some planning but also some hoping and and sometimes that didn't go as planned uh so i had to adjust and we had to adjust and we had to take a couple of uh lifestyle adjustments that we had to do in order to do to continue to pursue that passion so mm-hmm. um that is my personal anecdote mm-hmm. what about you well can't go too far into this because we're running short on time. No, we're not running short on time. No? We have plenty okay. of time. All right. So what about me? Basically, mm-hmm. for me, it was um, just really, um, you know, I've been with the organization that I'm at for a long time now, um, over 10 years. And um, in my capacity, it, it worked for me because I was in school. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I think what happened is that instead of taking advantage of other opportunities that sort of revealed themselves while I was present there, mm-hmm. um, I decided, you know what, I'm in school. I know what I'm doing. I'm going to stay, even though I know I shouldn't, I, you know, whatever. And, um, 
unfortunately, and I don't want to trash my organization. I think it's a great organization. I think it, it's, it's, it's meaningful and it does a lot for our community. And I think that's really great. Um, but unfortunately there's nowhere for me to go there mm-hmm. currently. Um, and so when I got my doctorate, I was like, I'm a, I mean, I'm, I don't mean to be whatever. It sounds egotistical, but I have a doctorate and it's a lot of education and I have to put it to work. You know what I mean? And so for me, it was a lot of, um, you know, I, I made a conscious decision to stay in that role, but I think what happened was I boxed, I boxed myself in and I mm-hmm. didn't feel valued and I didn't feel, um, um, that, that my opinion or my, my, my work ethics mattered to the organization as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, most recently my leadership, um, my immediate supervisor does see that value in me and he says it all the time, you know, and whatnot, but unfortunately his hands are tied as well. So you can only do so much. And I mm-hmm. realized that, and that was really hard for me because I was like, I really wanted to stay here, but I got to move on. Mm-hmm. So the most humbling aspect of this whole thing has been the job search. And I think for a lot of people that can be a daunting, yeah. long process and mm-hmm. it beats you up. And it's almost like it, <laughs> you question, you know, I have years and years and years of education. I went through so much to, to get my doctorate and then, um, I'm disciplined. I'm, I'm, I do a good job. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm capable, Mm -hmm. but you start to question those things about yourself. Like maybe I'm not smart enough. Maybe I don't have the background. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I've had people tell me and people, real people email me and say, you know, we had over 400 applicants and, you know, unfortunately we're going to move forward with people who had just a little bit more of this experience than you did. And, but it's still hard to get those emails. And I think sometimes it makes you feel like, well, I'll just freaking stay at my job then. I mean, I mm-hmm. got nothing more, mm-hmm. but I know I can't, yep. you know what I mean? I've outgrown that and our, our goals together and the things that we're striving for and the things that we want, our value system collaboratively and both individually are pushing me to that, I got to move on. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So for me, it's been the, the feelings and the emotions that I associate with it are um, pain, yeah. <laughs> a little bit of crying here and yeah, there, yeah, yeah. Uh, questioning my confidence and myself, you know, having low self-esteem occasionally mm-hmm. um, and just being a real person who experiences yeah. like, and, and it's been, like I said, just daunting. Like I, I can't think of another word because it is, it is hard to apply for X amount of jobs. I won't say how many I've applied for and get rejections. Correct. You know what I mean? And I've gotten some, but they just haven't been the right fit. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, you know, that's not what I'm looking for because we set up and established a value system that we want collaboratively Mm -hmm. and both in, you know, and Mm -hmm. individually. And Mm -hmm. so that's been my experience with, um, career changing, you know, this, this, quest yeah. <laughs> that i'm on there's a there's a, something that when you were mentioning that right there's something that popped into my head because sometimes i you know there's a lot of cynics out there and a lot of nihilist people mm-hmm. and um they will say to some well to say something like that right it's like well you picked the wrong career because this and that and the mm-hmm. other and and there's and, and i, and I want to address that because it just popped into my head because i always have a critic in my mind right you know the gremlin mind always mm-hmm. talking some talking shit in my head right mm-hmm. and so like one of the things that i want to address about that is that there is economies work like this right and societies work like this it's about supply and demand mm-hmm. right and at a certain given time based on the technology based on the societal needs right some industries are more coveted than others and price you know and 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 
you know, because it's interesting uh, for somebody going into the medical field, right? A medical field is one of the most, you know, fastest growing industries in the world, you know, in our society. It's one of the most coveted places and things like that. And so is um, technology, right? So you're always going to have a higher uh, capability of finding a certain type of work in those industries. But again, my point to, well, the reason why I bring that up is because not everyone it's wanting to be in that field. Yeah, it wasn't you know, for me. It's yeah. like not everybody it's <clears throat> it's and, and not everybody is uh, aligns with certain industries. Mm-hmm. So for those people that are that are going through these different changes and are going through this different stuff, yes, there is the economic aspect of life. You mm-hmm. know, there is no denying that. That is not that aspect. But and again, go back to that philosophical question as to the broadness of our society and figuring out where is our niche mm-hmm. and what is it, how is it that I'm I'm going to be live the life that I want, right? Within that niche. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's the question. That's truly the question, <clears throat> right? Mm-hmm. In and 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 the, and the point that I want to make when it comes when it comes to that right is that we live in a society that has a lot of options and a lot of choices, right? And which is good. Um, but then, I'm gonna I'm try to try to tango and dance around this thing. But there's also this con- this this conception and this idea of success and happiness and the correlation between the two. And financial success and happening and the correlation between these two that needs to be addressed when you're making these changes. Because like you said, well, I wanted to align with my value system. I did get offers, but it doesn't they do align with what I want as an individual and a person. And yes, you might have to feel a little bit more pain once you align yourself with that, which I you know but you, you have to be cognizant of those things too when you're making the decisions. You know, what is it that I truly want? How is it that I truly want to live? You know, and I'd be remiss if I don't say that because that's a part of a soul's quest, right? It's about how do I live and how do I live my unique life mm-hmm. uh, from that point of view? Um, and you may not fit into the supply and demand chain that is already established in society, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it might be something, but um, can you live that a fulfilling, fruitful life in something that that is defined that you pick and that those are questions that are tough to answer and those are things that you want to be able to answer because well i want this high paying job because i want to maintain my social status or the the perception that people have of me or i really want it because I want, it aligns with my individual core values those are tough questions mm-hmm. and those are things that we need to consider whenever we're making these t- transitions uh, in our job from one job to another a career to another a profession to another and so forth and so on mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i agree I so agree. i just want to kind of like <coughs> touch touch on that mm-hmm. yeah that's good mm-hmm. so of course um there's advantages and disadvantages sure, to making sure. career changes and so i kind of wanted to go into some of that because i don't think it, oftentimes when we're in the middle in the midst of feeling that uh, this things don't feel right in my mm-hmm. current position, you know, and whatever, it's important to kind of reflect on the advantages and disadvantages. In fact, I recommend, and this is not this, I know we're going to go into offering a couple of strategies for dealing with this, navigating the change of career changes. But, um, you know, I was thinking about this after the fact and I thought, you know, pros and cons, you know, mm-hmm. and things yeah, like yeah. something simple like that, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, we've used that 
technique the in the past. Yep. So, so some of the advantage or the biggest advantages are that you're gaining new skills and experiences mm-hmm. with getting a new career, right? So yeah. once you land that position that sort of aligns with your goals, that's an, that's a good thing for you. Yeah. So while you think that you might not be able to do the job, you're going to be learning things in every new job, mm-hmm. right? So, and I like that because this kind of like aligns with one of those values about being a lifelong learner. Oh yeah. Right? And it's like that the thing is that, uh, you know, I'm not a big fan of graduations because, you know, one of the first things that they say, oh, you have arrived. It's like, no, you haven't. You just started. Mm, <laughs> you know, it's like the moment that you settle in and you are, and you say, I know, mm-hmm. And this is it. Mm-hmm. Then you 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 you're robbing yourself from new experiences. Mm-hmm. You're robbing yourself from 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 um, uh, opportunities to see different perspectives. Mm-hmm. You know, good or bad, right? Right. And I was listening to something today that said that it's like good or bad experiences are what they are. They're experiences, mm-hmm. and those experiences regardless of the positive or the negativity feeling negative feelings are associated with them mm-hmm. these are lessons that you can learn and as you progress in your life you can utilize this those, those lessons and the skills that you learn in order to continue to grow as an individual mm-hmm. because the point of life is to continue to evolve mm-hmm. you know the moment you become stagnant is the moment that you die mm-hmm. yeah so mm-hmm. that that goes into the second one that i have here as an advantage because you end up staying competitive in the job market because you're That's adding true. to your skill set mm-hmm. That um, is definitely true. You're pursuing your, definitely, yeah. I think that when you add new skill sets too, you know, and you add these things to your resumes and even in your job, you get another job, you're in that organization, you're adding to your skill set, you end up getting promoted. Mm-hmm. So if finances or financial gain is something that's important to you, which I think it's important to everybody. Of course. Then that's a good thing, you know? Yeah. So, and so that's finding an organization that believes in that and mm-hmm. that's a value system within that organization, right? You know, and one thing that I tell people too is that don't limit yourself for the teaching that happens within, just within your organization. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, um, I remember before social emotional intelligence was like a common word and all that stuff. I took this class from Case Western University on Coursera, where Coursera first like started growing, and it was all about um, um, Richard Boyatis, um, uh, leadership through emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. right? And and I learned so much from that class, and I got a certificate, and mm-hmm. and I use on my resume. But look out for opportunities to develop your skills, whether you are. Uh, in technology, mm-hmm. whether you are in human in, in, in human development, whether you are in all these different things, you know, mm-hmm. I just had a sem- I just went to a seminar a couple of weeks ago, and it was a cool experience just to see different people in different points of views, uh, learning from their their experiences and and sharing with others. Uh, something else that I do is I have coffee with some of my 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 cohort and, and every Wednesday and we share ideas and we share points because you're constantly in the in the movement of improvement and it makes you feel better about who you are mm-hmm. and then the changes that you're making mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. a good point that's good and even just reading to your or adding to your reading adding you know, to your reading you know, reading books like, helps a lot I don't give I don't listen to the radio I mean I listen to audiobooks mm-hmm. or or uh, as I'm driving because mm-hmm. there's so much inform so much stuff out there that mm-hmm. is like I mean it may not it may be just little nuggets that you pick up and mm-hmm. it's like oh, oh look at that it's just making investments into yourself into making your development. an investment into your development yeah. yes mm-hmm. okay so um, it also pers- if you pursue passions and interests, they lead to personal growth and professional development, which we have already talked about. Mm-hmm. So, kind mm-hmm. of find what it is that you, you know, are, what interests you. If books or audio books and whatnot. Those things are 
you can listen to those things in your office or mm-hmm. at home while you're cleaning and stuff. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I was doing that this afternoon. So I just took, just to give like a, like a, one of the books that I just finished listening to on my drive was Ray Dalio's principles. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I talked to him about him before, but I was very impressed with just the, the simplicity, particularly because they used the hero's journey as one of his motivations to actually uh, write that book. And, um, I've learned a lot from from a person that is one of the most successful people in people in the world, um, and the simplicity of his concepts and things like that. You know, that was a business book that I've read. You know, the other ones I I, I kind of I listened to uh, Wayne Dyer on my weight as well. Mm-hmm. So all these different things that may not be correlated mm-hmm. um, um, are, are things that are are expanding your your circuits in your brain. Right? We're going to talk about all that stuff in later episodes you know uh neuroplasticity and and bringing new ideas into your mind to open up new channels and new new perspectives and you and connecting new things you know so just just learn Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. just learn new things yeah Yeah. definitely Mm -hmm. um so of course moving into a new career Mm -hmm. it renews your sense of fulfillment purpose it improves your overall job satisfaction, which is mm-hmm. great. You feel like you're making a contribution to an organization that's taken that's that's investing in you too. Correct. You know what I mean? Correct. Um, it improves your work life balance. I think mm-hmm. that's a significant advantage advantage if you find the right fit for you, which mm-hmm. is what I'm looking for. Correct. <laughs> a lot of jobs require a lot of long hours or high stress. And so I think that when you're transitioning into a new career, if mm-hmm. that's the job that you're in currently, if you transition if you find that job that sort of caters to your, to that work life, you know, balance, then mm-hmm. that's a good thing. And it's, it's overall, it, 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 it it's something that is, is going to make your, your life, your personal professional life better. And here's the interesting thing, right? This is the, one of the things that is scary for me, right? Or ner- a little nerve wracking is because if you can't find that place, mm-hmm. You may have to create it. Mm-hmm. And that, it's a, it's, a, it's a different quest. It's a different journey. Mm-hmm. But it's one that is filled with a lot of beautiful things. You mm-hmm. know, that's, that's like the, the core to the adventure of becoming an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and being your own individual self. Mm-hmm. You know, this was kind of like the quest that I kind of chose, mm-hmm. so to speak, just to be my own individual. Yeah. Um, and that's... That's a lot. That's quite a, it's, it's quite a bit, yeah. but again, it's there's like, a lot to unpack there. There's a lot to unpack. <laughs> but, um, and that's another episode because that is, mm-hmm. it's a, it's not easy to do that. But yep. I think that, um, on that note, it's important to consider the disadvantages then, of because course. I think that this yep. is in line with that mm-hmm. because when you're going on to kind of pursue your own thing, you know, there are financial, um, you know, the financial instability, that's a concern. Yes. You know, and, you, and, and, and I'll be, I'll be completely, um, frank and, and, and open, you know, it was one of the mistakes that I've made mm-hmm. about, you know, I planned for, you know, okay, six months, I could, could handle this for six months, maybe grow to something and, and go mm-hmm. for, and, and adjust if I have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes, you know, things don't, work out as perfectly as you want them to be so you have to adjust and you have to figure it out but the idea is really to 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 really plan mm-hmm. and and set some goals yeah. um be be you know have a have a plan a a plan b mm-hmm. have a first starts with, a, with your strategy um and and be cautious be be, be cautious be be, be tactful mm-hmm about the potentials of, of the financial hardships that could come from making those transitions. Yeah. 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 And prepare yourself. And, and yeah, be prepared. Um, another 
thing that we're talking about finances and whatnot is thinking about, you know, if you're going to make a career change into an organization that looks really great, it's an, uh, it's positive. They have a really great environment. They have a good solid plan. They have, they believe in social or um, personal development um, and want to contribute to your growth, but you're starting at an entry level position. It's something to consider. You might have to start over and that can be scary too for some people. You know, Mm -hmm. um, I think about some of the jobs that I was offered or that I looked at and I was like, man, that's like starting there. Like I'm past that, but the organization looks great and it sounds good. And you know what I mean? So that's something to consider. And some people might not be okay with that. Mm -hmm. You know, they might think sometimes you got to remove ego out of that whole process of thinking because I think ego can really put up barriers for you Mm -hmm. in terms of growth in general, just as a blanket statement. So, and then I think what's really important is just that there's a lot of stress involved in it. Mm -hmm. So for me, what's really been helpful is just having that, you know, that's a disadvantage, but if you have a good support system, then you can kind of, you know, you're mindful of those things and you have somebody who's supportive. Yeah. And, um, and you know what, to, to deal with stress, particularly in situations like this, some of the techniques that have, that, uh, that, that have helped me, right. Mm-hmm. It's really, and I learned this from going through this coaching training and all that stuff. Right. But I, you know, you know it before it's really truly being clear about what it is that you want like visualizing having that creative visualization mm-hmm. of what kind of life you want to live how do you want to live where you know have that picture you know i know that it sounds like oh that sounds so woo, you know mm-hmm. out there but when you have a, a, a an idea of where you want to end up that actually you know gives you the perspective so when you are down you'll go back and you're reliving oh this is what i'm envisioning mm-hmm. number one yeah. number two create daily practices mm-hmm. in your day whether it'll be physically working out mm-hmm. um you're giving away some strategies here oh okay that comes up next that comes up next. <laughs> okay no but those are great i i yeah. agree i think those because are you some have, of the things that are because important this, you have to have you have to have a plan also for managing your stress because oh, it yeah. is going to happen Definitely. So Mm -hmm. having that support system is important. So and that kind of just leads into, you know, we talked about the the challenges, the disadvantages of career changes. And so, of course, we have some strategies to offer um, for um, implementing for people to implement as they go through the quest of a career change. Sure. So the first one is um, that. So when you're making career changes, it's important to figure out what you want to do, right? Mm -hmm. Where you want to go. And we've talked about this already, but I think it's important to start with maybe taking a self-assessment, a personality assessment Mm -hmm. to kind of determine what career aligns with your goals and your values and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So uh, personality assessments are really helpful for doing that. Mm -hmm. So if you're confused about what you want to do, that is a, that's a strategy that will, it's, through and through it'll help, mm-hmm. you know, at least help guide the decision-making. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the second thing is networking, right? Uh, uh, this is one of my weak points. Um, Cause it, a lot of people think that I'm an extrovert, but I'm not. I'm very shy and like, ah, you know, kind of yeah. like difficult to connect sometimes. Um, but it's, it, it says here, it's not what you know, but who you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, networking can help you gain insight into the industry you're interested in and connect with professionals who can offer guidance and advice, attending network events, joining online communities, and reaching out to people in the field you're interested in can also be helpful. Very helpful. Mm-hmm. People are on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. I get people reaching out to me all the time on LinkedIn. Hey, can I have a Zoom call with you, etc. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Number three, do your research. Mm -hmm. So research your desired career path to gain a deeper understanding of the skills and qualifications required, as well as the job outlook and potential earnings. This can help make an, or help you to make an informed decision and set realistic goals. Excellent. Yeah. Um, education and training, uh, going back to that, you know, lifelong learning, learning, um, consider obtaining additional education or training if, necess um, if necessary to gain the skills and qualifications needed for your desired career. This may involve taking courses or pursuing certifications. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. And finally, recognize that obstacles may arise during your career change and develop a plan to overcome them. For example, if financial instability is a concern, you may need to adjust your budget or consider taking on a part-time work or a part-time job. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> while you transition to your new career. So develop a support system such as a mentor or a career coach to help you navigate any challenges that might arise. Awesome. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Comment below with your thoughts and additional ideas. And remember to stay connected by sharing and subscribing.